There's lots to like about the winter season, warm sweaters, hot chocolate, and spending time with those you care about. But as old man winter approaches, don't risk it with your current insurance policies. Insurance planning has the experts and the coverage you're looking for. From home, auto, business, and life, we have you covered. Insurance for the way you work, insurance for the way you live. That's insurance planning. Visit insurance-planning.com to save today. There's things you can do where that pot of money that you're buying will grow each year because there's like inflation guard you can put on there. So it grows like 5%, 3% every year. Long-term care insurance, it's a smart move for your future. I'm Becky Kaiser, Hayes Post and Eagle Radio News reporter. I'm with Gene Stramel, IPI Insurance Services in Hayes, and we're talking about why and when to make such a policy purchase on this episode of the Post Podcast. Long-term care insurance is one that is heavily ignored, just kind of like you said, a lot of people, some people know about it and some don't, but it is a way to, um, to insure uh, at the end of your life, and not necessary end of your life, but if something would happen to you where you cannot stay in your house, you would have to go to assisted living, nursing home, long-term care uh, center. Um, it basically, it's insurance, and it, it basically gives you a pot of money that you can actually buy, and you'll have money available to you. So when you go in these facilities, um, you have so much, so many dollars a month that will is available help pay that bill in that nursing home or long-term care, assisted living, those types of things. So it's just another way to ensure at the end of your life that to protect your assets, and, and really this is where it stands out, is people that are have assets. And so if you have assets and properties and cash and big retirement accounts, those types of things, you want to protect that. So in case something happens to you at the end of your life, because most people want to give that to family members, mm-hmm. pass it on to maybe to churches, universities, those types of things. So this way, uh, by buying something like that, it, it almost guarantees you that you're going to protect your assets at the end of your life. So instead of going, well, now I forgot to do that. So now I've got a big amount of nest egg laying here, but now I'm sitting in a nursing home that's costing me $9,000 a month. People may not realize yes. how expensive it can yes. be. Right now, Probably what I've seen top in Hayes is about 9000 a month. Wow. So you put a pencil to it. How long will it take you to use up your nest egg? Um, or you're going to have to sell your properties, uh, your house, to help pay for that. And so uh, people don't understand that the cost of growing old and, and needing all that extra help, it is very expensive. Is there a time in your life that is best to look at purchasing this or a time that maybe it's too late? Um, We get a lot of people that call when they're uh, 70 years old, 75 years old, and want to buy it. And a lot of times um, it's too expensive for them because, you know, at that age bracket, you may have a really good chance of using that. So insurance companies know we're going to charge you a rate based on age 75. Um, Also, your health. You know, they're going to look at your health when you buy this policy. They're going to say, oh, you know, I'm a diabetic. I've had a heart attack. I've had cancer. Most of those people aren't going to make it through the underwriting process. So they're not going to get the coverage. So we tell people when you're kind of in your 50s and maybe when you start getting that nest egg build up and you maybe some of your children are out of the household, those types of things, 
maybe that's the time you need to start looking at that because you're going to buy it at that earlier age. It's going to be less expensive. Mm. And there, there's things you can do where that pot of money that you're buying will grow each year because there's like inflation guard you can put on there. So it grows like 5%, 3% every year. So um, people need to look at it at younger ages. I know it's another cost, but it guarantees you that down the line, you're going to have this bucket of money available to you. So, um, and, and the old used to be a study out that people spend more time researching buying a refrigerator than they did their financials. Oh my goodness. Same way with cars and that type of thing. You know, they'll set research. What does this car have in it? What is it going to do for me? That type of thing. But when it comes to your financial aspect, you know, they don't put the research in it. And, and what can happen to you and how do you protect your assets? Well, you know, and that's probably for several reasons. First of all, it can be complicated. And, yes. you know, people like me who are not good at math, right. we need people like you sure. to help walk Absolutely. us through it, which is one of the things that you're right. great at. Right. And then also when you talk about long-term care insurance and things towards the end of our lives, it's, right. you know, it's just kind of human nature for right. most of us not to want to think along those right. lines. And yet we should be prepared, yeah. as you're saying, way ahead yeah. of time. Yeah, and you are actually hit the nail on the head there. When we start getting to that older age, uh, we kind of bar that from our mind because we know it's coming, and we don't want to think about that. You know, it's it's very similar. If I'm getting going to get sick, I may get have some health issues. I may end up in one of these homes. I don't want to. Um, that's the last place I want to go, but you don't have that choice sometimes. You you know sometimes you cannot stay at home because you need more care then you can afford in that house. Um, you may need ramps built. You may need your, your bathrooms redone just to stay in that house. And it becomes very expensive. And then you have to have caretakers come over. That's not cheap by doing that. So a lot of people will move to a like assisted living. So they get extra help there. Um, and then sometimes when they can't go beyond that, then it's got to go to a nursing home. So does does long-term care insurance help in assisted living or is it just in the nursing homes? Uh, long-term care policies today, um, a claim is um, set by the company based on two out of the six of daily living activities. So you got a six daily living activities and some of them are toileting, eating, you need help transferring, those cognitive issues. So if you can't do two out of six of those, then all your long-term care companies will say you're eligible for your claim. So, and assisted living in the state of Kansas is kind of the same terminology as a long-term care facility or a nursing home. They never used to do that. They used to say assisted living was separate, but now with the newer plans out there, assisted living is considered the same as mm. long-term care. So if you can't do the two out of the six and still can stay in a assisted living, that's great. And they will pay. What if I have Medicare or Medicaid? Do they come into play here? Um, Medicare really does not. Uh, Medicare, if you go to a skilled care unit, like one of the units here, like Via Christie or Good Sam, those Medicare will pay up to 100 days, but that's only if you go in there and you're anticipated only to be in there a short period of time. So if you had uh, a stroke, but you're good enough that you need some rehab and then after 100 days, you're going home. Medicare is where they'll come in and say, okay, we're gonna get you better. 
and then we're going to get you out of here. But they do not go beyond 100, 100 days. But if you go in and you had a stroke and you became incapacitated, Medicare is going to say, you're not going to get better. This is now, we're out of it because we don't pay for long-term care costs. So, and Medicaid is basically, you know, if you use all your money up, have nothing left, that's where Medicaid comes in and you qualify for Medicaid and Medicaid will then start paying the nursing homes for your care. And that's a, a situation where you, you know, if you're wanting to keep your assets for your family or to give to donate to right. some worthy cause, right. if, if you don't have any assets right. left anymore, then there you are. Yeah. So, so if you don't have anything, most people are not looking at long-term care insurance. It's for the people that got, you know, out in this part of the world, we got the family farms. Right. Okay. They're worth millions. And so a lot of people go through life and go, okay, this is going to be transferred to my kids and they're going to farm. Well, what happens to mom and dad when they have the stroke and they have to go to a nursing home? So now they're going to have to pay the nursing home. So they're going to have to use those assets from the farm to start paying, you know, long-term care costs. And there's, there's a way if you don't have insurance, you know, you can go to a senior attorney that do some shuffling with your assets and they do some trusts and those type of things. But there is some rules also about giving away your assets. You got to do it within the five year period. So if you're within five years, you give all your kids your assets. But within that five year period, all of a sudden something happens to you and you have to go into a nursing home. There's a look back period and then the government can say, hey, you gave your assets away. You've got to do it within 60 months. Now you got to start paying that back. Mm. And so there's some rules and regulations with trusts and giving away your money. Do all nursing homes take long-term care insurance? Yeah, I, they do. Basically, the ones that we've experienced with most of them, when you know, when you check into to assist living long-term care, they'll know that you have long-term care insurance. They have to send a detailed bill every month to the insurance company uh, for reimbursement. And usually the reimbursement comes back to the nursing home. And so if you owe any extra, you know, people and, and people don't think that you have to insure 100 percent of, you know, the 8000 a, a month, that type of thing. People have Social Security. They may have retirement accounts. So you might have some income coming in anyway. So you can buy a plan that just comes in and says, OK, I just want 4000 a month. I want 3000 a month because I have other income coming in. And that would be less expensive. Yeah, it'd be less expensive okay. and it makes sense. Most people can't afford eight to ten thousand dollar. It's eight to ten thousand now. What's it going to be in twenty years? Right. Because medical inflation is triple than what regular inflation is. So we always see that goes up six and seven percent every year. So wow. you know, you look at the future. I may not need it now, but in twenty years, what's going to cost me? Is it going to be twenty thousand to be in a? So how long is your assets going to last? And so you know, really, you got to think about it. And so if you have other income coming in to subsidize that, you're that's what most people are doing because they have income coming in. So, um, so it's, it's a good thing to look at getting something. I wonder in considering long-term care insurance, if it would be a good idea for this to be a family discussion, regardless of what age you are, do the kids get involved? Should they get involved? I think they should with, with aspects of, um, final, things that's going to happen to mom and dad. There's so many people don't tell their kids anything. So when they die, guess what? We don't know what mom and dad has got. Mm. So we have to go through, you know, somebody dies. 
that's another one. You know, if I die and I tell my kids, you know, my will sitting in the safety deposit box, or I've got this cash sitting in these banks, people then go hunting after they die or they go to a facility and they may have Alzheimer's and they've told nothing to their kids. So then they'll tear the house up looking for policies. You know, maybe they got money in this bank. We don't know. You know, we get a lot of people that bought a policy 50 years ago. They call us and say, we, the company doesn't exist anymore. It got absorbed. We don't know if it's active. And so, so there's places we can go and check that, but parents should get some sort of sit down with their kids and go through that kind of thing because when they're gone, you, you, it's a guessing game to see what you had, you know, where's the money at? Um, what do we want? What do you want to do with your house or what do you want to do with your, those types of things? So it's a good idea, but many people don't do that. It seems like it would bring peace of mind to everybody if, sure. if you can do that. Sure. Sure. I, and I think being peace amongst children because so many people, you know, they all get together after somebody's dead and they're going to have to divide these assets. And no, I want this. Uh, oh, Jimmy wants this over here. You mean so, brother and sister might yes, argue. Yes, absolutely. So <laughs> it's best to sit down with your kids and determine, okay, you know, who wants what in, when I die, those type of things. And it can kind of keeps peace in the family. And that means a lot. unpredictable your insurance shouldn't be insurance planning is your shield against the unexpected get the customized coverage you need and the savings you want with insurance planning home auto or business we've got the perfect plan for you because it's made for you don't let winter catch you off guard visit insurance-planning.com or call 785-625-5605 for a quote today insurance planning has you covered 